Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Welcome back to the Brooko Mode podcast. In this episode, the Jet Boys and I explore how to openly share your emotions in the modern world. Despite constant awareness around speaking up, there is still so much difficulty in people having the conversation. Why is that? How can we change that? Expect to hear about why we think so much about the future, not always needing someone to validate our emotions, the power of self-talk, a framework for dealing with our emotions, comparing our emotions to others, life not getting easier, mental health labels, and much, much more. Here we go. I didn't really know how to tell people what was happening. You've got to start living life. It's not going to last forever. If you've got something nice yeah. to say, say it. It's such a negative world. Why don't we start changing the way we talk? No, I've never been scared of dying. Talk judgment for curiosity. If you love yourself and the important people in your life love you, then that's all you really need. All right, long time no see, boys. Oh, actually, Jack, sorry last night, but Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, it's been a while. How was last night, actually? Um, yeah, good. Were we talking about footy or the ice bath we did? Both. How was footy? <sighs> the Came ice? up short. Oh. Good opposition, though. Really? Oh, yeah, they were good. Yeah. Had some... Uh, Should have won. What was his name? Delilio? Yeah, Corey. Yeah, he, the one that. Oh, he won. Yeah. for Curtin? Yeah, he yeah, won. Yeah, okay. All right. So he, yeah. But the ice bath was pretty. Because we, we used to do them at North Beach. Yeah. And we haven't done them for a while. And fuck, you could. Yeah, really could tell. Oh, like, I, I was hell confident. Like, I saw Jack and I was like, oh, he's, he's bitching it. And then, and then <laughs> up the first 20 seconds, I'm like, Jack, come on, this is actually quite easy. And then about like a minute in, I'm like, actually, probably less. I'm like, fuck, I'm f- like. That cold, hey? It was just like, it was hurting more than maybe. I don't know if that's part of it because we went in the sauna after and I felt fine, but the, my toes and my fingers, like. Oh. It's a lot different to the North Beach one in a way that. The like the whole body of water is at like five and a half six degrees. Oh, Whereas instead of the yeah, Beach, it's like probably the top, top half is yeah. where all the ice is, and um, that's where the thermometer is. But you find it colder on top. 
No, no, no. But I'm just saying, like, it's not the whole body. Oh, of water. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Where it's a whole body of water was. Yeah, freezing. but I tell you what, I wish I had. I wish we were doing that tonight because I'm actually sore. Yeah, so I just ran straight onto the ground right. last night and oh, no warming up. Yeah, no warm and I, I Atrocious. Feel, I feel fucked. But, um, so shit, hey. Yeah, game two tomorrow. So. Yeah, <laughs> my first game tomorrow. Actually, oh, you are playing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were supposed to play last week, but the team pulled out because I, because of work, I haven't been able to, and now I'm just getting off it. So, do you know who you're versing? No, no clue. We've got a 7:40 game though. Oh yeah, same. No, we're 6:50. Are we? Yeah. Are we running the game again? <laughs> it's actually a good warm up. You're still mic'd up. Who's gonna? <laughs> <laughs> I've, got I've, got a a <laughs> I've got a 740 <laughs> Alright uh, Actually last one Tommy how's your training been going Hard hey Yeah absolutely nuts So about a month out from the race um, It's intense Did a 15k run yesterday Into a 2k swim today And then a really hard Personal training session But I've been Trying to get my bike up A little bit um, I am Exhausted I Just With work And and the training as well. I I struggle to find times to not eat, but like eat properly. Mm. So I end up just having like something small before work after I've trained. I yesterday finished up the run. And I had ten minutes at home, shower, change, straight into work, and I felt yeah shocking, awful. I don't, I've never had it before. I, f- I thought I had like gastro for a whole yeah. half an hour. Sat in the office and just like in a ball. But wow. after that, I was fine. But yeah. so you can feel the difference when you eat good. But it, it's oh, weird, isn't it? Because man. there's, as you're doing more training, the need for better recovery is raised. But then your Still the, the action time. threshold to take those good choices, you know, goes mm. down as well because you're so tired mm. and you don't you don't want to spend more time cooking. But it's actually more important than ever for that recovery. Yeah, yeah. I felt like especially with sleep as well. Just haven't been getting enough sleep pro- properly, but um, yeah, we'll we'll push through it. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. Um, What's yeah. your confidence like a month out? Um, I'll know that I'll do it. I'll get it done. How much pain I'm going to go through is probably the other part of it. I think the ride's going to absolutely suck. Is um, are you at the point now where it's like there's one thing to sign up to do a triathlon just to finish it, but there's another thing in where you want to beat a time. Yeah, like, yeah. So yeah. you're at it, you're at the point where you want to beat a certain time. I want to beat my time from last year by probably 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, that was a, I had the same sort of goal last year, but I wanted to beat my time from the first time I did it by at least an hour, which I did. Um, so now it's just about. It's good because it's yeah. you're just comparing it to yourself. Yeah, I want to feel both times on the run. I felt. Like, oh, crap, I've got to stop because, like, my body's about to not – I know that I'll finish it every time, but I want to finish it strong this year. I've finished it with kind of leaving – not leaving any, anything out there, which I want to do, but I want to have the run be consistent. Like, I'll start off the run pretty strong and then final 7K is kind of suck. So I want to be able to do the run a bit better, which I have been doing. So my times are down and we're looking up the ride on the other hand. We'll see how we go. Yeah, fuck yeah! Good Probably luck. enough triathlon chat. Only about one percent of the population do the sport. Yeah. <laughs> if that, <laughs> it's less than one. It's definitely less. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. That's it's why a it's very niche it. sport. Expensive. Don't get into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into the topic today, which is how to openly share your emotions 
and I think it's such a important topic in this modern world where I think there's a lot of confusion around, you know, how can I, as a man especially, like how can I express my emotions without being considered weak? And I know a lot of women also feel that too, although that is a bit less of a stereotype threat. But, um, well, to start, why do you boys think it's important to share your emotions and actually how you're feeling? I mean, I guess we've seen it in severe situations. Everyone who's, um, oh, I guess everyone would have had it. Like you, you, you bottle things up and then you get to a breaking point and that breaking point sucks. Whereas people who have, I guess, experienced the worst of the side of men- mental health and a, uh, on a negative perspective, they've kind of understood that being able to express your emotions regularly uh, takes away from that build-up of stress and that build-up of uh, anxiety and, in some cases, depression. So I think, and especially very recently for me, I've definitely found that being able to be open about the way I'm feeling has helped dramatically in terms of lowering my stress levels and things like that. I, I, I hate bottling things up. Like something that, that annoys me, I'll tell someone. I, I like... Especially, I've done it recently with my in my my relationship. I've said like, "Oh, you're starting to annoy me right now," and it's not a bad thing. But um, that someone's annoying you. But if you if something that you don't like, what's going on? If like, just talking about it makes you feel better, mm. and everyone avoids the talking section because it's the hardest. And we say it with everything. It's the hardest thing to do it. Afterwards, you feel better about it. I feel so good once I've spoken about things that I'm feeling and being open and, and vulnerable. And then it means that, like we've done, we've kind of practiced it a little bit more so we're better at it now, talking about these things and being open and, and vulnerable. I think the more that we do it, the better we get at it. I think it's important because when you bottle stuff up, it can take... Take you away from being in the moment because you'll be thinking about these emotions and the, these thoughts that you've been having, having. And let's just say like we're having a conversation and I'm just, I'm seriously just out of it. And I, you actually sometimes just don't even know what you're saying because you're not thinking about it. You're thinking about, you're, you're off in fairyland. You're off thinking about all these problems that you've got. And then you end up saying stuff that you might regret or just not being yourself. So I think that's one thing, <clears throat> um, not being in the moment. And then obviously just like the absolute rabbit hole it can take you down. Like one one tiny little um, emotion it might start off as can just, you know, turmoil, I guess, um, into something a lot worse. I don't know if that word fits. Yeah. How many, pro- like we spoke about it, and you had a really good quote in the car about the time thing. We spoke about time and there's a lot of spiritual books that talk about how all problems are just problems of time. And Coops came on and spoke about, about you know, there's no real problems in the present. And, you know, how like if you're anxious about saying, well, then you're living in the future or you're worried about saying that happened, like, you know, you're living in the past, like, but if you're truly present, it's really hard to, um, 
I sort of guess experienced those emotions, but you had a really good quote. I don't know if you remember it. Uh, I can, yeah. People like to live in the f- future because they're running from the present, uh, from the past. Ah, uh, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Have another crack, son. <laughs> <laughs> edit, cancel it. <laughs> Luckily, we can edit on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was it? So, people like living in the future because they're running from the past and they'll never be in the present. Something on the lines of that. Mm. It's probably a bit better, but yeah. People like living in the future because they can they can fantasize of what they what they could be. And look, that's all good because it's like you can use that as motivation, but if you're just staying in the future or if your thoughts are staying in the future, then you'll never like live in the present where, you know, that's where everything's the best. I think that's so important. Making sure that you that you're present and you could put it into any sort of part of life, whether whether it's physically or mentally, as soon as you I'll do it. I'll I'll just be still for about a minute, and I'll be able to feel stuff. Like oh, if you just sit and you try and think about what's going on right now, I'll feel. I'll notice like oh, right, I'm feeling physically exhausted. Or I'm feeling mentally exhausted, or mentally I'm really good, but physically I'm just not able to. I guess express. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like that well, living in the present so good for me. I know a lot of the times where I create this future state it's to sort of bring comfort to the present because I'll give you a perfect example for the podcast so I know with like in one year's time it's going to be way like everything I'll improve my skills so much in so many things like I even have hesitancy to like like post that YouTube video because it's like I know that in one year I'm going to be so much better and it's that like criticism I feel like people can be like oh that's like that's as good as it will get, even though I know I'm going to be so much better. So it brings comfort to me to like almost like fantasize about the future because I don't want it to reflect mm. what my current skills are because I don't want it to be a reflection of me. But it, it's a bit of a cop-out. It's a bit yeah. of a yeah. like, it's just a protecting my ego. Like right now, <laughs> I'm not that good at certain things and that's okay. But there's no need for me to sort of like create this future where I am so good because – in my head, it's not, it's not, it's not a reality until I put the action in and make it a reality. But I think it's an ego comfort, like living in the future. We all do it so much, in the in the positive way. It just protects us. It's not can't or it's not won't. And you've said this before. It's when, and if, not if. It's when, <laughs> yeah. not if. But yeah, when, when, when you post the first one, you'll get the skills. And then eventually, like, because if you don't post that first one, you'll never, in a year's time, you'll never be what you're envisioning, like, the future good. Mm. But, yeah, you, you, you've said it before um, when we're having a conversation on the coast. Oh, I can't I can't remember what it, exactly what it was. But it's something like, you can't tell yourself you'll never be able to do that or you won't, won't do that. Like, just, you're not good enough yet. Oh, the yet. I, I think that's a massive one. And I think that's a really practical tip. If you find it difficult to accept any emotion related to a skill or a business or your job, you can basically just use the word yet. So a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not good enough. Like in a footy context, like I'm not good enough or I can't kick like that. But if you just add that one word yet 
well, then it sort of adds that conditional state where like, okay, I could be. I'm not right now and that's okay. You're accepting the present but you're allowing a future state where you could be. Whereas if you don't use that, you sort of just, it sort of becomes like a core belief like, oh, you'll never be good enough. It's like the um, ceiling. The glass ceiling. ceiling. So um, the power of yet removes the glass ceiling. Yes. I literally just heard, I was listening on a run a couple of weeks ago, uh, Dylan Friend's podcast with Joe Ingalls. And he was talking about, I didn't even know. Uh, he he didn't start in the NBA until I think he was like twenty six, twenty seven, yeah, which I is seriously late. I didn't know that either. So really, yeah, yeah. And he was talking to his coach. He was wasn't getting many minutes, but I think he was just happy to be in the NBA at, at the time. And his coach asked him. He was like, "Oh, I, I, do you reckon this is the best you get?" And Joe Ingles was like, "Oh, yeah, probably. Like I'm in the NBA. Like you know, this is pretty good." And his coach kind of said, "Like this isn't it. Like this is not the best you can be." Of course, there's room to grow. And then after that, uh, he, I think he said that he worked on something particular every preseason. And then all of a sudden, he was a starter for the Utah Jazz and he's been in playoff series and he's been a great player. And he's starting to drop away now. But he he said, oh, like, I worked on something every single season. And then all of a sudden, I just got better and better and better. He said he, he, he thought he was done. He said to his coach, no, that's me. That's I don't get any, any better from here. And then he became one of the best shooters in the NBA in his time. It's nuts how we always think, oh, that's it, I'm done. And there's always that little bit more. I think we stop ourselves. He definitely put the glass ceiling on Because yeah. I've listened to the potty and he, yeah, he said like he was just comfortable and content with just making it. Yeah, he was so NBA, happy that he was there. Which 100% I get, but oh. like if you want to be mm. great and like you want people to remember your name, you've got to remove that glass ceiling and go for it. Like... Trying to remember a quote, but it's the ego part of it. I think I've got one from David Goggins, which kind of links to it. He said, "I asked people if I told you that you could ach- that you had a hundred percent chance of achieving your goal, would you do it?" And everyone raised their hand. He said, "As soon as like, what happens if it wasn't a hundred percent, and like it was fifty-fifty, or if it was, you know, I told you that there was a chance that you fail, and barely anyone put put their hand up." It's like we're scared of the uncertainty. Uh, as soon as something is certain for us, we go after it. As soon as it becomes uncertain, people stop because they're scared of the uncertainty. That's why no one sets ambitious goals because it's an it's a it hurts the fact that you know you might not get there. And that's why, like, I've got to be brave enough to put not even like I think I'm a bit iffy on goals right now. Like, I think it's good to have a vision of where you want to be, but sometimes goals can limit you. Like sometimes goals can be glass ceilings. I think small goals are or important. Or steps on the ladder. <laughs> oh boy! I think I think there's it's good to have goals as like mini rewards. Mm. So setting up like I think I've learned that really successful people, and that when I've been in good flow states and good like rhythms for weeks, I've been able to set mini rewards for myself because it allows you to you know keep ticking the wheel over grinding, grinding because it's really hard to embrace the uncertainty. But if you can create some like mini rewards along the way, along the road, it sort of just like refuels you a bit. Mm. But those rewards, I don't know how it's related to emotions. I think it's the uncertainty that makes, like it's that feeling that like, oh, it might not happen. Let's just use example, the podcast. Like if I have a vision 
of where I want to be, there's like, there could be so many mini rewards I could set up, like goals we talk about that I could, it could be analytics, it could be followers, it could be whatever. Like if you can create as many ways to reward yourself, it will bring you that sort of inner joy. And because if you know you're having an impact, but if I just take one metric, like only one metric, like um, how many followers or how many listens, like you're sort of limiting your ability to see the impact you're having on people. So that's why it's important for anyone in social media space or whatever they're doing in life. You've got to find a way. I think it's important to find ways to see the impact you're having because it sort of brings that certainty between your actions and the effect they're having because it makes you feel good about what you're doing. And and we do crave that certainty, but it's important to sort of reward yourself for the work you put in or else it's going to be really difficult to continue that over the long run. Mm-hmm. I think I'm linking the uncertainty thing to being vulnerable. I think people, are, they're uncertain of how others are going to react. They're uncertain if they're going to get the right, the right, I guess response. Yeah, response. That's that's what I'm looking for. The, the right response from a person. So they're uncertain that if I open up to this person, are they going to, you know, tell me that the the right things, or whether it, they're just going to be present, which Is I think is also judgment? important. Yeah, fear of judgment as well. Yeah, the uncertainty of being judged. So I, I that's linking it to vulnerability and being open. It's people are uncertain of how they're going to be seen. Because it's a, unfortunately, the world is stereotyped. People are only scared of failing, like in front of others, <coughs> most of the time. Mm. Yeah. If yeah. you, if you, I agree, but I also disagree, and I'll give yeah. you, go. you yeah. go, and I'll give you my counter. Yeah, because I was just thinking about if Tom did his Iron Man all by himself, just like you just no one else knew, yeah, yeah, and no one else knew that you didn't. Beat your time by 15 minutes. Mm. Yes, it's going to sting inside. But if you've told this goal, so you've told this goal to us and people on this podcast now, it's going to hurt a lot more if you didn't hit it, if people are watching and you. Yeah. <laughs> but now you've put yeah. a lot of pressure on yourself. Fuck. Not a lot. Okay. But, oh. but isn't that like, you could use it in a positive way. Yeah, motivation. Because like, it's like motivation. Yeah. And fear drives us way more than... Yeah. Then um success? Oh no. Fear drives it's us. Gone black. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying. Fear yeah. drives us way more than chasing something positive. Like running away from saying like insecurity is way more of a driver than running towards saying like I don't know, I don't know how to frame that. But my counter for you, Jack, is um the failing public private. I think I have a thought though, because especially with emotions, right? I think a lot of people even struggle to admit it to themselves. So, and I, I do this too, and it's it's sort of like, I think it's a trained response, but we say like, oh, no one's scared of failing in private, they're scared of failing in public because of the fear of judgment. But I think with emotions, people find, including myself at times, really difficult to even admit it to themselves. And that is failing in private, because you're you're failing to be true to yourself and how you're feeling, because it's more comfortable to sort of rationalise in some way how you're feeling and put it to the side and not say, okay, things are fucking shit right now. Like I need to do something about this. And it's easy just to take the easy road and no, like rationalize it in some way. I guess. Yeah. It's easier to run away from that 
when it's just you yourself, but when other people know um, in public, then they're probably going to hound you or at least they know, like you're going to have those thoughts of other people knowing. It's a good, good accountability, isn't it? Yeah, I, th- I think sharing. it's... If you want to kill a dream though, tell it to small than 100 people. Nice. That's a good one. So, yeah. Not even dreams, just goals and yeah. shit. Like. <coughs> From what you said about failing in private emotionally with you and not being able to tell yourself that you're feeling a certain way I think maybe even like we have to tell someone else and where it's good to open up to validate the feelings like if I'm feeling shit and I tell you boys oh fuck I'm not feeling great I like it about x y and z and you boys go yeah that is shit then I'm I feel better because I know like all right so I'm not just making it up in my own head or I'm not you know kind of being I'm not o- overreacting. Like, if you were to, if I was to tell you, oh, this is happening, and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, oh well, like, it's all good, then it's, it's kind of, yeah, I don't know how I would feel about. Fuck, I don't even know. I'm it's because your own, yeah. it's your own bias. And I think it's, are we almost really, like, I get it, the validation thing, but there has to be a reason why we're, like, I've had to, like, we we shouldn't, in my opinion, we shouldn't need to tell other people how we're feeling to get validated, because what is that saying? We're mm. relying on other people to basically say, "Oh, it's okay how you feel." Like I think it's really important to share because it creates good relationships, communication. But if you're relying on someone else to say how your feelings okay, what are you essentially saying? You aren't comfortable with how you feel unless other people sort of approve it, and it's socially acceptable. Uh, that's just how I'm sort of just taking it now. Yeah. Like, no, I'm, I was sort of thinking the same thing as you, but then I'm like, I'm counter, counteracting also with that in my own head. Devil's advocate. Yeah, I'm just like, well, then, ha- like, you also need to share your problems as well. Like, because Yeah, he said, yeah, like, it, it's, it, it's good to share, but why do, from what I said, why do I have to go out and, like, I'll, I'll share with someone, but why does their perspective? Why does oh, their response yeah, yeah, have yeah, to yeah. validate how yeah, I'm feeling? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think the perspective is oh, important. Okay. As a yeah. quick point, like I would never say don't communicate your problems, but I'm saying don't go out, don't go, don't search, don't share your problems as like a need. Do it as more of like a it'll it'll help me. Like I don't think anyone, I don't know how to word it because it's like I don't think it's. I think it's so important to get perspective, create those relationships where you're comfortable to share what you're feeling. But a lot of the time it's because I think it's maybe because we're s- almost scared to maybe admit that we our feelings are validated and what it could mean maybe. For mm, yeah. It's I get where you're going. Like I've I'd I've never had a situation where Oh no! I've never had a situation where if I've shared the way I'm feeling, it's gone badly. Mm. I don't ever know a time where I have opened up to a mates, opened up to a family member or, or someone else, where I have then felt worse afterwards. You always feel better. I always feel better. Like whenever I've 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 done it, and I did it recently to to my, I was like, we both just kind of like. Let some stuff out. Instantly felt better. Next day, I woke up, felt felt awesome. Like it's a long lasting 
feeling afterwards because it's a weight off your shoulders mm. and you're not you're not telling someone else and then they take take the, bur- the burden of it you're you're kind of releasing the the amount of emotions that you're bottling up I think it comes back to what I was saying before with being present so say you've got this problem and it's just lingering on your mind lingering on your mind and if you're not telling your mate if you don't share your problem with your mate then you're not being present with them. But as soon as you share it, you're like, oh, fuck. Okay, finally I can, like that problem, you know about it. So now I can just, like you might still think about it, but now you can just like engage because you're not hiding it away. You're with them. Yeah, it's not I, It's I, not hard to talk about it a second time or a third time. Right? Right. I, I reckon we all live in our own, we, own, we all have our own realities, right, in our oh, heads. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think it's just when we share it, it almost feels like, we're living in the same reality with that person. It's sort of like with what you said to me in the ice bath yesterday. Like, how much easier is it doing something hard with someone else? You're almost like bringing them into your into your own little world, mm-hmm. and you feel like just that little bit better. I, I I think you almost push yourself when you're doing it, when you're doing it with someone else, and I've kind of put that into a um. Triathlon. Yeah, yeah, physical sort of like athletic sort of perspective, but you can link it to opening up. Like if if you're talking to someone, two, three people about things, you all of a sudden all of you are starting to talk, and yeah. then you're all, everyone's things that they're dealing with all comes out. It's, I, it's, st- I I still think. A lot of my biggest wins have come in private by myself. There's power in individu- like succeeding individually, 100%. I, as long uh, as you can pat yourself on the back. Yeah, that's the hardest thing, isn't it? Because then it's... Because you don't need the validation, but at the same time, like, it's nice. Oh, like, I, I, I'll give you an example. So, my podcast stuff, like, I don't need people to you know, say how good at what I'm doing is. But every time I get good engagement on posts or like people love reacting, commenting, DMing, whatever, like it feels really good. Yeah. But it sort of like wouldn't stop me. Like if I didn't get, I wouldn't stop me, but it's, it's sort of really rewarding. So it's almost the same thing with like reaching out to people. Like you don't need it, but it's very, very helpful to like help you along. Yeah. It's just like putting votes of, um, confidence in you, like yeah. Mm. Just make, just makes you that little bit better, and you're like, it just, like it just reassures you, like what you're doing is good. Because at, like, you do a podcast for other people to listen to, mm. so you sort of do need their like input back. For sure. So you don't you don't search for their validation, but at the same time you do need like their engagement. Mm. Yeah, external va- validation, especially in the the genre that we're in. You do need to, and that's what we're promoting is the engagement of these conversations. As soon as we start, we start talking, we put it out there, others start talking. But we don't need, I I do this not only to help others, but to help myself as well. I, it's so much fun talking here because you feel light, I feel lighter walking out, out of this room. It's so much better. So, yeah. it's it's the, I think it's the, I want to emphasize again, 
it's the I think it's the real micro ones we're talking about. So like, I think we let things build up, but if we if we really have that internal skill of being able to quickly validate saying small, we don't let it build up. Because I know for me, I have a th- like a like maybe just as a bit someone who thinks a bit and. A lot of things come to my head during the day, like tiny micro problems, like tiny things, but they add up, add up, add up. But if you can quickly say like, okay, how I quickly felt was okay, or just like quickly get over things and that builds that quick resilience. Like I don't feel stressed about so many things because I've built this skill within me to like quickly get over things. Yeah, mm. it's a skill, 100%. So I, I think it's more of that. There's big things like obviously share like relationship, business, health, all these things. You can share whatever, but I think to be a resilient person, right? You don't want to be someone who's getting all emotional about the tiniest little things all the time because it's it's dysfunctional. You don't want I don't want to be like that because it's you can't live a re, like a happy life if you're getting so I think it's then, building that yeah. re, resilience in the little micro problems and then there's big things. I think it's very important to share that. Yeah. I know you're saying like you can't always 100% rely on um telling another person about every single problem like exactly. cuz there's some wars that you need to win by yourself. Like <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Napoleon over here. It's true. Okay, okay, I have a question though. Someone might be listening and they're saying, "Okay, well and good, well and good." Like, yeah, I understand. But how do I win the war? No, no, no. How do I? How do I actually? I don't have any. I, I don't have a safe space for people to reach out to. Like that's why I. That's why maybe the internal stuff that I'm preaching maybe may sell to them more. Like, I don't have friends to reach out to, um, you know, we, we have a safe space here and it might be easy for us to think like, oh, yeah, like, just go reach out to your friends. Yeah, I'll definitely like, not take everyone's, it for granted. Not everyone's so receptive to these deeper... Also, a side note, I might cut this out, but the mental health mindset, like, names, like, I use that in TikTok, Instagram bios, and I know that that will scare some people off. But in a couple of years' time, I want to be someone who's, like, sort of taking the stigma away from that name by sticking to like, that's what I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's easy for me, but like, fuck people aren't going to engage, but I want to own it and be like, fuck yeah, mental health mindset. That is what yeah. I'm doing. I've had to think about that in the last few days. Oh, I like I wanna, that. I want to own Huge. it. Huge. You're, you're going to be the reason that it's destigmatized. Well, not just me. <laughs> I wanna, no, no, I wanna, you. Ian Brooks. <laughs> I want to own that thing. Cause I reckon a lot of the times people like, Oh, what do you like podcasts? Like, what do you do? And then it's like I found a really hesitate to say mental health and mindset because I'm just like I know what they're gonna think, like that fear of judgment sort of thing and the stigma around the name. Um, they, don't, they don't really understand. They don't completely understand that mental health mindset is like fuck. Everyone goes through it constantly. Everyone has mental health. Correct. You can have exactly. a good mental health, or you can have a bit. You know. Okay. Now, oh, here we go. Answer the question. Safe space. We don't have anyone. You know, not everyone's as lucky. Some people have people to go to, some don't. Like, if you don't have the safe space, what what can we actually do? Let's add, like, you don't have enough money to see a counsellor as well because that was yeah, that's exactly. an easy exactly. cop-out answer. Um, um, do we include parents as well? Yeah, you don't have anyone to go to. Let's say. Yeah, or, or you don't feel comfortable with your parents. You don't yeah, feel yeah, com- yeah. I think, I think you've really got to at least give it a try. Like, you've got to try with the people you already have. Because a lot feel of like, yeah. Because a lot of time, you, you, people will say like, oh, "I don't have anyone to speak to," but they do. They're just it's themselves who's really scared. And like I understand. I understand. Yeah. You say glass ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's good. We, we we actually just need to break that ceiling somehow. But it's it's fucking that's the hard bit. Just and I fucking hammer and break it. I've been there. <laughs> I've been there though. Fuck. 
No, I'm just I'm joking. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> nah, it's I, I think hard. for me, yeah. my, my best tip right now, I know I listen to a bit too much for Moisey, but it's the whole regret thing. Like, I wouldn't want to get to 85 and be like, fuck, I couldn't be who I wanted to be because I was scared to say how I felt. Like, I use that to me. Like, like in terms of being vulnerable, being open, right? Like, I don't want to get to whatever age, 90, and be like, fuck, I was so scared to actually say how I was feeling. Like, your feelings are fucking everything. Your emotions drive you. If you can't be true to your emotions, you're never going to be the best version of yourself. And that is just the simple facts of it. I, I was... TikTok's great. I love TikTok. Um, <laughs> I want to see it. How many? It's actually probably um, stupid amount of hours, man. Oh, it's really? a lucky hours is pretty like. Uh, oh, not that healthy. bad. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm not like them. watching. Yeah, it's it's a good hour. I'm I'm not watching. You know, the five minute clips of a movie. I'm watching. There's this. <laughs> oh, they're still good too. They're good. bloody good. Yeah. Um, a clip came up, and it was Kobe Bryant talking about. Life, he said, oh, life's too short to, and he said, there was, he was talking about um, burdens and you just need to forgive and move on. And But you can put that into that perspective. You don't want to get to 80 and 90 and be like, oh, well, fuck, I, I had all this weighing me down. I didn't I talk to anyone about it. And all of a sudden you, you, you haven't enjoyed life as much and you haven't um, created the relationships you wanted to because you were, scared to break that glass ceiling he just said like it's there's nothing better than relieving the weight off your shoulders i think that's so important is to whether it's struggling to communicate with someone or struggling to find someone to communicate with it's just a burden off off your shoulders once you start okay we still haven't answered it okay and i've just thought of one and it's something i've done a few times now where I'll set my phone up in front of me and I'll just talk. I'll just talk to myself, how I've been going, what's this problem that's been been on my mind. And I actually, I, I do find it, and so you don't even have to go re-watch it. It's just, I guess it's just the substitution of the person and you still get to have the conversation, even though it's to yourself. You just got to try and make that conversation healthy. Don't make it, Worse, because you can you can start saying like, "I've done this, I've done this." Fuck, I'm a shit person. Don't don't say that. I think a lot of people are scared to say how they're feeling, especially in relationships, because they're f- scared of like saying it being negative to someone else towards someone else. Yeah. So I th- the best tip I can give there is using I I words. So like. You say, like, I feel this way, this happened, it made me feel this way. Just so it's really internal and when it's not putting blame onto anyone else and it's taking responsibility for how you feel. So if it's w- within a relationship context, like, the person isn't going to, it's not going to get into a war war of, like, that. no one can tell you, like, how you're feeling is invalid, like, in terms of, like, you, you have a right to feel that way. There is a reason, like, you feel that way. So if you bring it, like, oh, I f- feel this way because of this, it helps provide clarity mm. over, like, what's causing you, or, or, like, you know, this is how I feel, and it's not, like, putting the blame on someone else. And because what ends up happening, I've seen in relationships, it's like, I've, like I don't start, I used to not start with I. It used to be, like, you did this, and uh. I, you did this, and now I feel this. And then they're, like, they get all defensive, and they're, like, 
fuck, like... And then they just go back at you. And, it's, and then it becomes a war that's, that is... It's like it started out... And then it doesn't even resolve what you initially... The, the, the feeling you had. It became a problem about the problem. Like, do you know how panic attacks, right? They're, they're defined as like a fear of fear. Because you fear... You have anxiety and then you have like... You sort of panic about that like anxious feeling you yeah, have. Yeah. So oh, it's, called, yeah. it's called fear of fear. So, like, it's sort of the same thing for the relationship context. Like, you start out, like, talking about how you feel and then it becomes a, a fight about the fight. Definitely happens. So, it's just use the sure. I. So, my thing is just use the I. Like, I feel this way and it's really... And then, like... So, that's just for relationships. Yeah, I've... It's I a mean, good one for I've, relationships. Yeah. I think I was talking about it earlier. I, when I said, like, I'm in a relationship and... Oh, I'm starting to feel annoyed. It's not, oh, you're annoying me. Like it's, I'm, I'm starting to feel annoyed right now, it's and I've I have done it. Like, I've, I I don't say, oh, you're annoying me, even though she is. <laughs> it's, um, it's the reframing of it. Yeah, re-framing. yeah. I'm starting to feel annoyed, but it's it's a, it's not something that. Saying, oh, you're making me annoyed, or you've made made me upset, puts. I I would see it as I'm putting the burden on them to resolve it. Instead of me, like, oh, I feel upset or I feel I'm feeling annoyed right now. You're creating that partnership where you can both pitch in and try and figure out what's going on. You're almost, you're handing the blame over to someone else if, if you're is being used. I, yeah. I mean, I've definitely felt that before and I've just come to realize that now, actually. It's like, as soon as you say I, you're opening it up, whether, but it's, you're only talking about yourself, but you're opening it up to others. Yeah. Love that. What do you think about, is that all on, on safe space? Like, okay, in a relationship context, use I, like, break this glass ceiling by maybe thinking about death and, like, life, what, what's the point of living life if we can't be true to how we're feeling? Um, go to a counsellor if, if they have the money. Um Try try really hard to nurture those relationships. Like the grass isn't greener on the other side, but where you water it, like you do have the opportunity to have these relationships. Like even in my life, like people I wouldn't have had these conversations with, and like it just happens. And you're like you've mm-hmm. been friends with this person for this long, and suddenly, and you wouldn't think that, but it's you. Ha- you have it's the whole like it's where you put your, your like, attention to because like I think you have a so you have a a problem like you're feeling shit emotionally, but you're like okay. What where can I look or where can I go to fix this? Not like okay, what 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 have I got around me that can help me with how I'm feeling? This mm. the, the grass is greener thing. Um, but what about I think especially as men, like I, I growing up being very emotional, like so much difficulty expressing them. Like I, I cried a lot in primary school, but then I had so much like in high school all those years, like so much shame, so much yeah fear around being emotional, especially as a man. Like there's yeah so. What do you boys think is like? I don't know how. How do you? How can you? Sh- how do you sh- share your emotions without wanting to be considered weak? Because it's a massive, massive man. Yeah, I'm not sure if I may. Oh, I don't know if I figure out a way to do it. I mean, you can. I'm lucky enough to have you boys and a couple of other mates who I can open up to. But if I wasn't to have this space, if I wasn't to have the mates that I do. How would I go about it? And the only thing I can think of is 
and Jack put something up on his story the other day about how do you, how do you when, when I responded, what, what was the question about like, what do you do if you have a lot? No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do if you're feeling annoyed or something, or like, what do you do to clear your head or something like that? Is that the music one? Uh, what do you, no, what was you about, it was it was like last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, somewhat like that. I was, I, it was about like, what do you do to clear your head and how do you like, if you just need to do something like do you go to the beach to make yourself feel better or something oh, i forgot what it was Somewhere up. oh yeah um what do you what do you do to like ban your thoughts like be yeah okay what's your thing that you do to i and guess be in peace i responded with saying i just go to the park and keep the footy it doesn't matter what if i if i feel shit i'll always go to the park and keep the footy i don't know why it always makes me feel better I didn't realise it until like, I was having a fight with my girlfriend and then all of a sudden I was like, all right, let me just go, go to the park. And she said, like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm just in the park kicking the footy. And I instantly thought, I was like, well, fuck, I wanted it. So I, every time when I'm feeling shit, I'll just go to the park. Or now, luckily, I found golf and so I'm addicted. Is that and similar feeling? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like going out. By yourself or with friends? With mates. Yeah. Like, f- I've found a hobby luckily that my mates enjoy as well and all you're doing is I'll, I'll put my phone away all I'm doing is just like all you're doing is walking around yeah. that's basically golf it's, it's just just, walk it's just walking because you're hitting golf shots for realistically five minutes of the two and a half hours three hours that, that you're with them is the golfing stuff everything else you're just walking and talking it's deeper than you think we think it's golf mm. but it's out in nature Walking, yeah, time with your it's mates. Time away from phone. It's connecting with your friends. So there it is. That's what I've found. Is fu- I've found a hobby where I can put my phone away, I can put everything down and forget about everything. Um, out in the sun, usually. Um, in nature with my mates, just talking, having the best time in the world. We don't have to have like you know deep, meaningful conversations. But oh, I was on my. I must have fallen asleep the the other week and I accidentally, with my head or my fingers, whatever it was, I had TikTok open and sent some really depressing TikTok to a mate on TikTok. He was like, you all right? I was like, oh, yeah, just like fell asleep, you know, accidentally. I was sorry, I didn't mean to send you this. And he goes, yeah, all good, but, you know, if you don't need to talk about anything, just let me know. I was like, oh, fuck. It's a complete and utter accident. I play golf with them all the time. It was a complete and utter accident. But then he opened up that, like, oh, if you do... Feel free. And I reckon I found that relationship through just playing golf with them all the time. So I, something that I've found is I've found a hobby that I can enjoy with mates where I'm doing nothing else apart from being with them. I think the, the thought I had is sort of back to the safe space, vulnerability, opening up, is if you send a message out to 100 people, like you sort of like relatively new, not, not like hell closed, but like, and you said like, look, I'm really struggling. I don't know who to go to, like, I'd just love, like, someone to talk to about it. I reckon 99 of them, if they, like, saw the message, would be, like, I'm, like, more than willing to, like, sit down and talk with you. I just think we don't. 100%, yeah. We're so... Because I don't realise how many people are actually good and genuine and loving and want the best for you. We're so negative. I'm thinking, like, if if the roles were reversed and it's, like, if someone I didn't really know, like, knew... Message me saying that. How would I respond? And I'd be willing to help 1,000%. There it is. 
It's the hammer to break, break the uh, glass ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You just got to... Yeah, it, it's courage, though. <laughs> like, people think, oh, like, talking about your feelings, it's not that courage. Like, how is that brave? But it's something that not many people want to do. And then if you do do it, then fucking oh, that is so brave. But bravery isn't attached to... It's not, like, part of the labels that come with mental health, I don't think. Yeah. Not many people attach it. No, they don't. But it is. It's fucking brave. Yeah, like, they say... It ain't weak to speak, etc. Trying to change the stigma. It's. I think we get all of this noise. Because, like. But if you say. It ain't weak to speak. Like. Most people are hearing. It is weak to speak. That's what people are internalising. Because you're creating. What it. So. It's just inverted. So people are so, like, negative. Like, if you say. It ain't weak to speak. People are just going to think. Then wait, wait, so people, like, oh, shit, like, I can't s- speak up, it mu- it mu- is it a week, wait, wait, and then they start second-guessing, like, a natural thing, like, mm. you should be able to express your emotions, but I think it, cre- it, it people internalise yeah. that, Sub- Slo- subconsciously, maybe, The even. slogan isn't, because that, by saying it, you're like, I know what you're saying, yeah, it's sort of making a thing, like, you're making it a thing that it's weak, by, by trying to, Exercise that it it's not weak, sort of thing. It's hard to explain. Yeah. It is. I, I get by saying it's, it's not weak, yeah. then people are thinking, well, like, why are you saying this? It must be weak, sort of thing. Yeah. Or am I being weak? Yeah. If I'm not talking, so many studies that show like you can get someone to believe something just by continually telling them, like, something that that's they don't believe in, mm. but it's just the reinforcement. But it's funny. It's every, okay. So when we had that TikTok blow off, it, how many people said, like in the comments, it's not weak to speak? Mm, yep. How many of them speak up? Mm. I don't reckon that many. Yeah. I can't say. I'm just assuming. Yeah. Very big assumption. But I guess it's. <sighs> well, then what, how else can we frame it? That there is more. Positive and sort of attach a bit more bravery it's tr- to it. It's strong to speak. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm just... But then it's the yeah. same thing. Tom. People yeah, like, oh, so it's not strong. No, no. Mm. Loading. <laughs> Loading. Hold on. <laughs> it will come. It will come. <laughs> Give me a second. We'll get around to that. It's, 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 a, it's a hard space to... The messaging is so sensitive because it's not going to work for everyone. Yeah, correct. So Why that, we that's say, the number yeah. one thing. You, you, you can't... Please everyone with the same. So I think it ain't weak to speak could serve beneficially for so many people. But also for for a lot of people, it's also going to create this sort of false dichotomy where they think it's either you speak up and you ain't weak or you don't speak up and you weak. Yeah. So it's just, it's not, <laughs> you can be strong and not share your emotions. I know that's a bit of a, you might not. Yes. You can. No, no, no. Yeah. You can Fuck be yeah. both. Because people are good at, you know, fighting the war by themselves. Yeah. They're actually yeah. good at it. So not what, everyone, though. So it's a bit of a false dichotomy, I think, because then it's like, well, then those people might start second-guessing themselves. They're like, fuck, I have a few problems. I deal with them pretty okay. Like, I'm, I'm okay. But because I don't always share my problems and I'm all emotional, like, they sort of second-guess. Uh, it's like, fuck, am I, like, am yeah. I weak? Like, I don't know. I don't know how people internalise it, but I know for... For me, like, 
I'm trying to think before this whole like I'm trying to think three years ago because we're a lot better at it now, so it's hard to it's talk hard. about how we do it now because we're. I mean, I guess we. I would hope that we're pretty good at it. Um, I think I'm actually fairly good at fighting some wars by myself. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I'm pretty confident in my ability to to fight the war. Do you have many? Uh, a couple. Yeah. Couple. Like, yeah, like I don't like, yeah, I don't let it affect me too much. Do you have, oh. and it's not the because there's one people might be like, oh yeah, I win the war, and their version of winning the war is just chucking the back of the fucking yeah. That's not winning the war. Like it's actually acknowledging it. Yeah, I. The next part of it is the only way you can win a war is if you know you're in a war. Yeah. Yeah. My next part of that question was, do you think that? Like oh, and I I have it sometimes. I think all right, I've, I've got to deal with this battle by myself. Or do you ever feel? Oh yeah, I don't know how to. Oh s- no, no 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 no! It's no? a choice. It's a choice. I I just choose to do it. Yeah. Do you that's feel the hard thing: picking and choosing. Like I said before, like micro things, or is it a big thing? Like like choosing, being selective about what to share. I think. Not, I think there's things that. When it starts to play in your mind, you know, daily, and it's the same thing. Yeah. That's when you you got to know that this war's going to beat you if you don't um, let the rest of the army join in. <laughs> Whoa! I love this war analogy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you, sometimes you, you need... with that today. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've got a weird brain. <laughs> starts thinking random stuff. But, yeah, you got to... Sometimes you can't find the war, fight the war by yourself, so you got to get, you know, the rest of the army, your friends, y- your support group, whatever it is, and... But then you sort of go back to what happens if you don't have the army with you or at all. But have you, the whole war analogy, it's like you're fighting yourself. Fuck's sake. Can't wait, I'm so opened up. Um, we really need <laughs> to stop doing this. <laughs> well, I guess... Every every war is against yourself because even though the war might be against the emotion, it's still the emotion you're feeling. Everything's in your head. It's actually fucked. Like <laughs> the sooner you realize, like the sooner you actually realize that everything is in your head, it's like you can tell yourself a lot of different things. That's probably the most important part. Like, and that's what mental health is: your headspace. Mm. Mm. Your battleground. Every. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so maybe the way to win the war is to realize it's not a war. That's like how privileged are we? It's a scary part. I saw I saw a dad yell for an hour, like they shortened it up, but yeah, he was yelling for like an hour or two for his kids. Fucked after he was talking to his kid for a while. Okay, important point. I'll cut the first bit. Important point. You know, we're using a war analogy and there's some terrible stuff happening in the world and I think that's why sometimes people almost don't feel validated by their emotions, I- oh. even internally, because there's so much worse stuff happening. Fuck. They're comparing their how they feel. Like what? Yeah, oh, how, how think do, about that all the why time. Why can I all feel shit about this thing when there's literally people getting bombed right now? Like, how, like who am I to say that this sucks when they are... They have it so much worse. Which that's what I do all the time. It's it's bad. I do it. I'll go. Well, fuck this. Shame. There's more shit going on out there. 
I shouldn't feel this way. Sometimes it helps, but uh, no, actually, it doesn't help. What I'm doing is I'm just pushing it aside. I'm doing what you said. I'm winning the war, but the war that I've just won is just pushing it further back. It's still there. Yeah, it's it, it's bad to. It's the shame, but it's it's the comparison. There we go. Let's bring something up. Comparison is I'm comparing my problem problems with other problems that are atrocious and awful, but I've still got a problem. It may not be a, a big problem in the grand scheme of things, but it's still a problem to me. Like it's it's, it's my mental yeah yeah it's my mental Don't, health. You're entitled to those feelings, even though there are like objectively worse things happening in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like the guy that commented on Taj's um, TikTok and he said, like, who are you to complain about being an athlete and getting paid all this great money to um, just play a sport? And I was thinking, like, first of all, he wasn't complaining at all. He was just telling a story about um, how he felt in his day-to-day week. Um, I, I, I think it's, it's, a, it's his job. But it was Taj's job. He's getting paid to do it, and he felt like he wasn't getting validated for the job that he was doing. I saw, I saw the two. I haven't listened to the full podcast, but like, if if that was like the the guy who commented, I'm sure has had problems in his job. But it's like, yeah, I don't know how. It's because it's a, it's it's a. Someone said it's like a privilege. Yeah, yeah. But then because it's someone else's entire. dream, I guess. Yeah, but like. It's, he also used the word I, and it was very, like, he didn't say, like, oh, the AFL industry, like, Port Adelaide, like, they didn't pick me, like, what the fuck. He was just saying, like, oh, fuck, it's pretty hard, like, not getting picked when I was close. Like, yep. He never blamed anyone else. He was just saying how he felt, and I think that's half the problem. Like, people are scared to say how they feel, honestly, because of that. that's how they think it will ha- what will happen when they reach out to their friends. They'll, they think they'll get criticised or put down, like, like, what do you mean, like? If it's a girlfriend problem, right? Someone might not have a girlfriend. You reach out, and then they might be like, "I don't know." People might be thinking, "Like, fuck! Like, who are you to complain? You've been together for this long. Like, things are so good between you. You're so lucky. Like, I can't find any girl. Like, who are you to complain about having girlfriend problems when you, you have a girlfriend? You, it's the entitlement. Mm. I think it's the experiences we have that. <laughs> That's not jealousy it seeps into it. In what way do you do you reckon? Because, like, if we're talking in terms of that, like, they've got what you you want. If you're if you're thinking that way, that like Taj, that that guy, his dream might have been to play AFL. Yeah, or be famous, or have success, or. And a lot of the time, yeah, it, his version it's, of AFL. it's not specific, but it's the whole like externally validated. Big it's the pedestal thing, thing like the they want to be on the pedestal. Because I saw he's a music guy or, or something like that, yeah. so he might have wanted to be somewhere in that in the industry of music. And, and he didn't. Yeah, he okay. hasn't got there. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. People just love to tear. So then, around. so the thing is, so how do we openly share our emotions? The world is saying. A lot of the world, the narrative is changing. It's creating a space where you can say how you feel and there's a lot more wholesome content. There's a lot more mental health awareness. But why would so many people 
maybe not even listening to this, but be so still so scared. Like there's there's actually so much good messaging. But it's it, never been better. But th- that's just proves that it's intellectually they know it's okay, but emotionally it's not. Mm. So like you yeah, you, they might the roadmap might be clearer. So like the path is sort of forged, but they don't have the tools or like the courage to take those steps yet. And I think a lot especially people around our age definitely older and maybe even still younger like they've still got scratches of the past on them (laughs) (laughs) shit scars from the wall yeah well they've still got scratches from the past because (laughs) I I don't know why this is funny like it's funny because you just I I, I generally just I just think about this stuff it just comes out of my mouth I failed English guys I'm not that fucking smart (laughs) oh you're smart (laughs) yeah um Oh, now you guys are fucked. The me. scars from the past. Yeah, what were you saying? So like that? the so the old so like people like us and older people have oh, yeah. scars from the past because yeah. the messaging's only recently changed. Okay, so the roadmap might be clear as fuck right now, but the scars of the past are sort of still holding on to us um, on getting on that road, mm. sort of thing. So like we all know that that roadmap and the road is so clear or pretty fucking clear, like. Like it's better. It's been better than ever. Like, it, no one's had this sort of stuff, um, this knowledge, the the education. Yet, it's the scratches, the scars from past that are still like How, holding on to us. Do you know that thing where it's like the first person to do something isn't like the courageous person. It's the second person. Like they're the most yeah. courageous yeah, person. Yeah, the person yeah. who joins them. Yeah, it's so. Fuck. Okay. So, so, <laughs> I so think the first person is pretty fucking courageous. No, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's not. No, they're courageous, but the most courageous person is to join someone and like, because then what happens is two people do it. Everyone's like, oh, it's okay. We'll join in. Do you yeah. think the first think, person no, no, is no, no, courageous? No, no, no. Yeah. Have like you seen it. the video of the... I haven't, but I fucking... But I actually I th- do like it. But I think it's to do with this mental health thing. Like, I think... I think if if we have those friends who can be courageous and be the first or second person in a group or to like do that, I think it'll give a lot of courage. Like even us speaking now, like he, let's say Jack, like he might be the the first person or second, like in in a, his circle of friends to like, everyone's like, okay, Jack's doing this stuff now. So like then when someone else, it gives, it makes it easier for someone else. So we just basically like. I've actually found that as well. Not Not easy for someone else to join me, but definitely like the group chat. People are, they seem to more encouraged to join in these conversations, and, and I talk to the boys like a lot more about this sort of stuff, like and just life in general. It's it's it's, it's fucking good. It is. Fuck, that wasn't going anywhere. I was just saying mm, something. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, you said earlier about like, and you both said that it's now we have like a roadmap in, into with mental health and. Tools that we can use to weapons help ourselves. Weapons. Um, you kind of see it like I, I kind of thought about it and taking it back to like how we talk now. We've practiced it enough where it's more comfortable. Every time you practice it, or every every time you do it, the road becomes smoother. Mm. So all of a sudden, the the more you oh. talk. 
sorry, you know, this is the best you follow on this. Life doesn't get easier, you get better. Damn. There we go. But that's no one actually realizes that. That's fucking so good. But you don't actually realize it. It's something that just happens. Yeah, shit. That's, that's I heard it on Instagram. That's my favorite quote. And I was like, your favorite quote. Fuck. What is it again? Life is. Life, life uh, I'm pretty sure it's like this. Life doesn't get easier. You just get better. You get better. That is my new favorite quote. Or it might be you get stronger. Yeah. One of the no, two. I like better. Same better. Same principle yeah. is like, it's not, it's not the stimulus that's changing. It's you. It's always, I love it's that. It's always too. been you. Yeah, because like people struggled to get to the gym or whatever. The and gym now, didn't change. The weights were still fucking there. You just become better. You just get better you, at it. Your, yeah. your discipline, your... Now, yeah, you just get into the gym. Like, it's not you don't have a second thought. It's just bang, you're in the gym. And it's being proud of what you do as well. It's not like saying, oh, everything... It's not external factors that have gotten easier. It's an internal factor, which is you, which has gotten better. Mm. Yep. Which everything else... But yeah, that's so good. I love that a lot. Uh, continue with what you're saying. I completely forgot. What nice I, one. What I, no, what I was saying is what Egan just, just said. Oh, okay. yeah. It becomes easier. A skill, because it's like a skill yeah. we're practicing now. You get better the more you, you the more you practice it, and it's in anything. You only get better, okay, if you keep practicing. So how? What do you mean? How do you practice? I think you can, like oh, you shit, said, you can go. practice with yourself. So I did some screen, but that's what I myself, am. and then it, it's just practicing speak, saying it out loud first, and before you say it to someone, because a lot of the times it's like, fuck, I don't know what to say. You've never said it, but if you say it at least in the camera, or even to the mirror, or even to yourself, or even in your head. At least you've had that conversation once. And then you might do it a few times. And then you, you might even start small and reach out to someone. But it's the practice bit that I... Because people are scared. Like, maybe it's the perfectionism mindset or the fear of judgment. Like, But if you've at least practiced it, like, at least you have a bit of sort of certainty that how it's going to be perce- uh, responded to is going to be a bit better. Because, uh, because you've practiced it a bit, it creates that comfort. Like, okay, like, I'm pretty confident with what I'm saying with... Like I've I've thought about it, I've reflected on it, I've articulated it in my head in a really good way. This is how I feel. Take it or leave it. Like it's but yeah. Does so that when you film yourself, both because you both said you've done it. Does talking out loud to no one to a camera make it easier to talk in front of someone else? Because that's well, then there we go. That's the that's how you create a safe space. That's. You know, how do we openly share our, our emotions if you don't have anyone to go to? So the things I film, that's that's me winning wars by myself, for sure. Mm. That's usually just me, myself, and I. That's not practice to talk to other people. But has but, it helped you in any way? Yeah, yeah. So something I also do is where I, I won't even, I don't need to film this. And I'll just, I'll literally just have a conversation. It's a bit weird, but I'll just have a conversation out loud to myself while I'm, I might be doing something. I might be just at the beach or whatever. Like, but I literally talk to myself mm. out loud and I don't I think it, I've heard it's an ADHD thing but I'm not too sure um, but yeah no fucking oath uh, I think just talking to people in general is how you get better because like yeah. some yeah. people have like get anxiety talking to people about anything, just anything. Yeah. so how can you expect them to talk about deep shit like that's fucking gonna be impossible in their in their um in their eyes. How can, yeah, how can you expect someone to run if they can't walk? Oh, Bang. fuck, there we go, there it is. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, same principle. So. Shit, you can't. Some so, <laughs> so I you think if you have me. like severe anxiety and that sort of, st- that sort of um, stuff, you just got to start with 
start with maybe just talking to yourself out loud though out loud and like Mm. and then just slowly but surely start just like okay here's this even when you go get fuel or whatever like have a conversation like it doesn't have to be long but just like oh how are you going like because i feel very anxious people when i saw a tiktok on this this guy he struggles to um and i I couldn't really believe it just because just because the way i am but fuck he must have severe anxiety he he struggled to order food um on the phone he's got a stutter no, no, no. No? This guy. Different guy? No. Fucking, all right. And so I watched this, this video one. came up. Uh, this video came up and he was going through a drive through He was super fucking nervous. And as he was ordering, he <coughs> pulls down the uh, the mirror thing. I don't know what it's called. Oh, yeah. I've seen an... Yeah. I haven't seen the, the clip. I've seen someone remaking the clip. Yeah. And so he has all these pieces of paper with words, like what he's going to order. So it just... Makes it that bit easier, I guess. I guess that's him practicing for when he eventually, hopefully, doesn't need the um, mm. the piece yeah. of paper. But the fuck thing is, he he ordered it nice and smoothly, and then he forgot to write down um what what does he say when he gets to the counter, and so he just fucking left. <laughs> he didn't even get his food. Well, I didn't even know anxiety got that bad. Like uh, I just haven't, I haven't mean. Showing that sort of world, but yeah, it definitely opened up a new perspective yeah. for me. Yeah, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Yeah, I think that again, it's <laughs> you just going with the what? best ones today. Tommy <laughs> hasn't been around for a while. I know, it's important in the mental health space to like. I feel like we're so you can treat it like physical health in the sense that like there's nothing wrong with like treating it as saying you can skill up. So like coming up with like tools tactics little hacks like even like planning like there's nothing wrong with that you're just looking after yourself you're creating you know a way to get through life 100 and and, and you'll learn better ways and you'll get better you, you just sometimes just need to get it need to get it done whatever you, it is mm-hmm. and i still tr- strongly believe this like i'm not a doctor so i don't fully 100 percent know but i wish i could tell this guy <sighs> you you weren't born with anxiety. You're not. You're not an anxious person. You just have the anxious feeling a lot more than other people do. Like people put the burden on themselves of anxiety, depression. The list goes on. Obviously, you got to detach the label to yourself. Like you can't say I'm a depressed person. You just have the feeling of depression. Yeah. And I think like when you get diagnosed with depression, like. Also, when you get a label added, how many people remove that label after the feeling has gone? Correct. Correct. Like, I think, like, there's nothing wrong with getting that diagnosis. But it's just, I feel like people just keep that label forever once they've been diagnosed. And that's the fuck thing because you're not a depressed, like, you did not get born with depression. And then they'll get, so they'll get an anxious, like, anxiety label, then they'll resolve it maybe then they'll get a depressed label a few years later with something then some you know they might get some eating disorder saying and they've all, so all of a sudden over eight years pretty long time they went through one you know x amount of months years maybe with a few things but and they're all feeling good but then constantly in their head there's that thought like fuck and they might feel a bit of anxiety or depression like they feel a bit sad 
and they just feel like, fuck, am I going back to that? Like, is this me? Like, there's a lot of doubt. When everyone has those feelings. How, mm. is, how is the Jim Carrey thing? Like, there's nothing wrong with, you know, like, sad, sadness versus depression. I'll ask you two boys. What's the difference between sadness and depression? Oh. Similar. Sadness, I think, is a uh, very reactionary feeling. Whether it's right or wrong, I'm just, just okay. yeah. say your opinion. Yeah. Uh, sadness to me is a reactionary feeling. Like, oh fuck, that makes me feel sad. I feel like depression's a longer thing. Uh, sadness. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know. It's hard. Hard to describe, hey? What do you reckon? Depression, I I think, is more of a long-standing thing. Like, depression can come from a build-up of stuff, to me, at least. It's it's funny you say that, because now I'm thinking, I'm like, is it? Or has it just been, that's just the way it's been labelled? Because it's a diagnosis. What's that? Depression. So he said it's like a longer, longer thing. Like people might a, people might yeah. think like it's going to take ages to get rid of which you know I don't know the science behind it I I don't know how if it is or not but yeah I, I think, like I think sadness mood. is more like of a mood while like Tom said depression's more like chronic because it's like over an extended period of time mm-hmm. like you're constantly down like you genuinely like anhedonia like the lack of feeling like of pleasure like it's you're just so down for a long period of time like you are depressed because. That's just who you've been for X amount of months. You have to be depressed for X amount of months. Like, that's just the way you are at the moment. Well, so, it's like, okay, well, why do you have to be depressed for a couple of months if you're saying... Well, like, sad for a couple of months. So, what is it? That's the, like, dear... That's just, like, depre- so that's just de- a di- so, okay, that's okay, the diagnostic criteria okay, they use. No, no, so yeah. is depression just... Extended sadness, yes. So that's how you define it then? That's so, the simple way. But so I, I thought they were different, but if they're the same, it's the same. No, uh, they're similar. Well, have you ever felt t- depressed before? <laughs> oh, they're, all, they're all made <laughs> up words. Let's be real. Let's be real. They're all made up words for a feeling. Every word's yeah. yeah. Like Good so, point. you can change it all you want. <laughs> I wouldn't have a clue. But like the feeling of sadness, right? Let's say like a grandparent passed away. Fuck, you're sad. You're not. You're not depressed for like just because you f- you're feeling you know like they died like. It, fuck it hurts Like it's a natural Expected response Of loss You're grieving You feel sad I don't know about you guys But In my friend group And like going through school Depressed The word depressed Got thrown around a lot Instead of actually sad Like mm. So they'd say Fuck I'm depressed I failed Not fuck I'm sad I failed <laughs> It's sad it's, it's, uh, Yeah But they're like Fuck I'm depressed <sighs> Blah blah blah. I don't, I or might even be disappointed, mm. or like other emotions. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. But how many la- mental health problems, like the labeling, all this, just comes from the fact that people aren't good at articulating the emotion they feel. Man, and it's 100%. a problem. A problem of articulation. Mm. It's a, but like you said, these all just made up words. All just made up words for feeling. So people, people, de- like cause some, some feelings. Words are important. Though, some though. feelings are like mixed and. It's fucking hard. Life's hard. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not Do you want to talk about make it. it easy. Do you want to speak about it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck. What was it today? It's character building. It's good. Yeah. 
Fuck. To a point. My personal trainer said something. Think. Oh. <laughs> no, it brings up war. <laughs> he actually said something else. <laughs> nah, don't worry. Um, life's not hard. You just get better. What, what you said, the life, yeah. Fuck. It's hard, mate. Well, life doesn't let me easier, up. Yeah. <sighs> what do you think about this all night? Should we go, we want to wrap it up and go on the quote? Because I'm sure we'll yeah. just quickly expand on the quote. We'll give Jack time to find, have you got a quote? Oh, okay. Egging you right. first. I thought I'll, you were still I'll kick it off. So that sort of, sort of wraps up the chat around emotions. We might see if we can link a quote to the emotion, but I don't know how we'll go there. We'll just see, we'll just see where it goes. But third bit, we're going to end on a quote each. Each episode from now on, um, we'll have a quote each to finish. So my quote is, the magic you're looking for is in the work you're avoiding. Wow, it, such a copycat. Oh, my God. That's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can just see people like in the comments. Though. Oh, it's a it's from I've been listening to Chris Williamson like that, it's a mm. Chris Williamson thing. I don't even know if he made it up, but it's it's from one of the podcasts. But fuck, that one resonates so strongly yeah. because like I have, I'm going to have a lot of time and a lot of potential like time to improve my craft with editing. But it's going to be the skill of productivity. Me being able to put my phone away and be like, because man, I do this all the time. Something's hard. Fuck up. Might as well go on my phone for a sec before I engage in the hard bit. The hard bit is where you become. Is that's where I get the magic that I want to have. Yeah, so we all want these outcomes, but then when we get to the tough decisions, we take the easy road. Mm. And I do all the time, but it's just saying I'm like I'm getting better at for sure. Mm. And it's a skill. It's very habitual, isn't it? Checking yeah. your phone when things hard. So it's almost like you ha- like you have to re. <laughs> Rewire yourself with just like, for me, it's awareness. Like every time, like saying gets harder, going from like, come on, um, that's the skill I'm trying to, because every time I engage in the hard task, and like saying like I learn a skill or saying good comes it, fuck it, it feels really good. Like after it, yeah, it's the magic I was looking for. Yeah, fucking phones as well. eh? Fuck, they're good, but I hate them. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, my quote. In terms of, um, I guess training right right now, kind of at a. Oh, actually, sorry. Oh, sorry. To link it to emotions, the magic you're looking for is in the conversations you're avoiding. Yep, love that. Simple little a loop mm-hmm. back. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Um. So mine, kind of with training, I'm on TikTok again. I think it's called EJ Mo- Motivation. Doing like a hundred days, a hundred quotes. Fucking awesome TikTok account. Please go follow it. But the quote is, uh, it won't happen overnight, but if you quit, it won't happen at all, which I think is fucking awesome. Um, I guess I'm relating that back to vulnerability. It won't happen overnight, but if you quit, it won't happen at all. The quitting is not reaching out to someone, not engaging in the conversation. It's not engaging with yourself. Like Jack says, not even talking to yourself. That's how you get better at it, just starting. Um, so it won't happen overnight but if you quit it won't happen at all and that kind of resonates to me currently in terms of the discipline with training um, I'm not going to get better when I'm sleeping or I'm not going to get better you do yeah okay all that's right. where that's, you yeah true that's where you grow yeah from a physical yeah yeah no okay alright scratch that <laughs> um, I'm not going to get better the more I sit on the couch and wait for things to happen I need to get out and do things, but that's me right now. Yeah. I think it's important, like, that it won't happen overnight. Like, it's it's hard for, to be like, 
someone who's never spoken about their emotions. Like, I'd, I might find this easy. You guys might find it okay. It, it, but imagine how hard it's going to be for someone who's never spoken about their emotions. Be like, mum, this girl started ghosting me. We were talking for this amount of time and I feel like I'm a failure at life and X, Y, Z, like, what the fuck? That's not gonna, that person's not going to do that. Yeah. Right? Although that probably happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Right? That exact situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that won't happen overnight. But if you quit, a AK, don't even say anything to your mum. Like, it won't happen at all. There's another one, which is if you plant a seed, you don't dig it up every 20 minutes to see if it's growing. You leave it, let it sit. So you don't. It's I that one percent better every day. It's good. It's just the one percent better every day. Did you share that one? Is I that where I saw it? Uh, I posted on Brooko mode on TikTok. Like you a, might have seen it. Like so a slideshow. Copycats yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> 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 well, that's where I saw it. If it was that slideshow one where you had yeah. multiple, yeah, although there was, like, awesome. I did take it from some TikTok place. Like I reckon every quote, every quote is strong, except for my one, of course. We've got some good analogy. Okay, what's yours? What's yours, Jack? So obviously so Off the dome as well Hello This is great My, my favourite quote right now Is you can't lose It's it's not going to be my quote for this But <laughs> Fucking That is Is that our quote? Yeah Yeah it Is the most powerful one You can And it's the easiest one to say But I added to it Um, You can't lose Except if you don't Oh I fucked oh, it Cut oh. it out Start again All good Reload oh, it I was thinking about it in the car <laughs> Reload. <laughs> Reloading. You can't lose, but if you don't play, you can't win. Is it ah, nah. I like that one. That's a good one. Sort of. Yeah, you can't You can't lose, except if you don't try. That's where you can lose. But I said it way better, obviously. That just sounds fucked. <laughs> but... Uh, just be dropped from the quotes, team. <laughs> <laughs> You been banned from quotes for a week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been awful tonight. <laughs> no, you haven't. No, we've You've all been, been good. We've all been. We've had some riffle ones. I haven't had a jet in a while, so we're. we're oh, we're I'm loving this. this. I love it. Uh, the only one I say, the only reason I'm saying this one is because, like, I'm trying to master the art of not giving a fuck. I'm I'm pretty good at it, but yeah. I want to master the art of yeah. not giving a fuck. Like Ollie Bowman. Like, like, man, he, I want. I actually, I will meet him one day. Like, I, Ollie Bowman. Uh, he's the guy the shoulder, shoulder dance guy yeah. on TikTok. He he's is me, hilarious, steroids, man. I love him. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna meet him one day. He is funny, and he does not give he's a good. fuck. Oh, let's make it. Let's make it. He's wait. Is he? Where is he, is he from Australia? But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just lives in uh, England. He'll come on the potty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's but he actually will. Like, he's gonna come. It's simple as that. <laughs> Manifest it. He's on the potty. <laughs> he will. Righty, guys. Ollie Bowman coming up next week's podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking where is... Oh, yeah. It's better to do something and be criticised for it than do nothing and criticise others. So... Hang that, on, say that again then. Sorry. That's all good. I like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> you just figure that out? <laughs> <laughs> good doctor. I actually again. forget how much I talk sometimes. I just fucking ramble, ramble, ramble. Anyways, it's better to do something... And be criticised for it Than do nothing And criticise others And it, it's Fucking it's fu- awesome It is mm, it's, it's ramped on It's it's a very popular quote But Do people actually think about it? Because To me 
how easy would it be to sit on this couch and just watch someone try and do a podcast for the first time and just fucking criticize them? But we've never done one. We're just we're just yeah, okay, watching. Okay. Oh, these guys keep fucking mumbling and fucking up quotes like fucking who? What are these guys doing? Like, what's the point? Mm. But what the fuck? How the fuck can we say that? We we literally. We've Don't never do done anything, one. Yeah. How, how, yeah. Who are who are we to say that they are fucking up when we've never put ourselves in that position? So, mm. yeah. And I'm also just trying to like trying to get everyone to get the fear of judgment out of it. That's, that's why I keep posting these stories on my Instagram because be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah, like, that's actually Egan. I'm you have been like ten out of ten with quotes today. <laughs> He's Every carrying single me. quote has hit. That's <laughs> You're carrying me. Uh, Egan's like saying it, Jack's saying stuff. Egan is just coming with in with quotes. That's like my favorite. What like I almost it feels weird though because I feel like I don't want to say it because it's so obvious, but it's so like you want to live by that. Yeah, because like think about this. Even with this whole like uh, mental health mindset space, like I want to be what I want the space to be like in terms of being open, creating that change. Like if I can't do it and I don't embody it. Yeah. Like same with like the, you are Brooko mode. Yeah. Think so of think of the f- prime train. He lives by what he preaches. Mm. People so, would definitely disagree with that, but yeah. All his haters, I mean. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But <laughs> what you said, you'd rather Oh man who, who is doing else. what he's doing? Yeah, nobody like you're always going to be hated, so you might as well be hated for doing something you like. Whoa, (laughs) that's three votes. That's a great E Brooks. (laughs) Jack's still ahead in the brown, though. (laughs) (laughs) He'll come come second. What? (laughs) (laughs) Just like, sorry, that was was I went out out on the weekend sober. I don't know if you know this, Tommy. You went out sober. I went out sober. First time ever. Let's finish it. What What time did you finish up? Uh, it would have been eleven, maybe. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure you could have survived until. Oh man, I had to get two lemonades to keep me, uh, keep me yeah, going, keep me, give me some energy. I was already tired, but it is fucked, dude. It was so easy. I reckon. Oh, I still had the amount of same amount of fun, if not more fun, because I was with. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, and different uh, different way I was going. Yeah, you go and. Like we've been saying this whole podcast, it's so much easier to do with other people. I was with uh, three other guys and, and they were all sober as well. And we had so much fun. Like, And the reason I sort of did it was um, to practice like getting rid of the fear of judgment because there's all different types. And this one is like being in public and like standing out. So I like... My mates and I, we were doing the most ridiculous dance moves. Like, <laughs> but like, I fucking loved it. Like, I was just like, I don't give a fuck right now, and I am doing the weirdest mm. dance move. Where usually that would only be something drunk Jack would do. Can we see it? Yep. Can I? Yeah. Yeah. So, this is gonna be great. There <laughs> was a, a really good tune on right uh, during it, so it would have been a lot better with the music on. Dun 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 bun dun bun 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 because we were trying to encourage you know but it's one that stands out so much because your fucking hands are in the air, you're moving a bit weird, but it just I can just picture you 
You didn't four or five of you just standing around pissing yourself laughing. <sighs> it wasn't laughing at. It's with. Yeah, it was like you're all doing it. Yeah, it was yeah. like just fucking joy. Yeah, like fun. We're having fun, and you're gonna remember it because you're sober. And I'm not trying to just be like, oh yeah. I'm not drinking. This, this guy, this guy's just you know started doing mental health development, and oh, of course he's not drinking now, like sort of thing. I'm. I just wanted to try it out. Like Brooko's done it for fucking three thousand years now, <laughs> um, and Tommy obviously does it as well. But I just wanted to try it, see what it's like, see what the differences were, and obviously we're we're going to attempt this similar thing. How much better is waking up on a Sunday morning? Yeah, I can't S- even compare it now. Sundays, I, I just, I don't yeah, know. yeah. It's it it well, yeah. It just becomes your norm, but oh, it like I could actually see myself not like fuck. If you asked Jack a year ago, he'd be like drinking. I'm not doing it. What the fuck? Do yeah, you yeah. You little pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I would have told myself. But now I'm just like, fuck. You genuinely don't need it. Like, and and I used to say to people that say, um. You, you don't need alcohol. It's like, oh, well, you don't need fucking a car to get somewhere, but it's a lot easier. That's like, the worst analogy, but yeah. Why? Oh, because I just don't think they parallel. No, but like when you're, when you're on the other side, it does. Yeah, like, yeah. No, no, I agree, like with what you're saying, but yeah, it's not a... Appropriate you, yeah. Like if you want to have fun You need alcohol If you have, you can have fun with al- alcohol But how much funner is it with alcohol It's like well It's only funner because You're actually being your true self You're getting rid of the fear of judgement Fucking frontal Whatever the fuck it was called Prefrontal cortex That's the one Inhibitory control Yeah, yeah so you're getting, you're getting rid of that Big You're words. literally just being yourself mm. And th- this is a whole other topic Not drinking but Fuck We should do a not drinking potty mm. Talking about it Yeah And what we felt We've done one before, but like I'd love, to, like it's a lot better like, where I can actually be involved now. Yeah. I, I know what it's like. Yeah, because but <sighs> there's people that camera's fucking flat. It's all right, we got all the recording. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, camera. Uh, nah, uh, because there'd be people out there that rely on drinking to to get them through the nights out. I do, but it's probably because I get, just get too tired. Uh, yeah, I don't Is know. Is that an excuse? I, I get fucking zonked. Oh, I don't know if it's that. I reckon I could do it without drinking. I just, I mean, I, I can't even last when I am drinking. So maybe it's not, maybe I'm just putting an excuse no, in my we'll, head. We'll have that, we'll, yeah. we'll have that combo in, in another Sorry. one. Sorry. That's a can <laughs> of worms right at the end. That's a big can of worms. Next day. All right. Uh, any last thoughts? How to openly share your emotions. Do you reckon we've covered that? We've tried to. It's different for everyone. Like, like we say, yeah. mental health is different for everyone. So everyone's uh, road. But something we can probably get better at to the people that listen and how many people listen at the end right now? I don't know. But to the people that listen at the end, like ask out, ask us questions so we can personalize it a bit more for you. Because mm. mm. that's one of the strengths of the early stages of a podcast. Because think about like that's that's you're always in a position to sell what you have. So like my sell for a lot of my podcast is like the personalization engagement. In X amount of time, it might be harder to get that personal engagement. Yeah, but people, <laughs> I think it's funny. More people are going to engage who had the potential now, like in the future when it's going to be harder yeah. to get that personalization. 
because it's maybe there's that external validation, maybe a bit of points in the bank of doing it for a long time, yeah, for sure. But I've done it for a sufficient amount of time. Like, I don't know. There's a lot in that um, that little thing there. Like, pe- pe- people wait for someone to succeed or almost get somewhere before they want to like. Oh man! But th- it's it's also the fact that like Williamson has million followers or whatever he has. Like, he's you need some extent. more people have seen him. Mm. Much like that's why he obviously gets more um, engagement, I guess. But like, we might not provide as good as content as him, but we can personalize the fuck out of it. Mm. Whereas he he's not going to see your messages. So like, if you have a message, where the people people for it, I reckon. Let us know. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks for coming, Jet Boys. Love you all. Need to sort out some. Jet merch. Love you guys Colors. so much. What? Bye bye. Bye. Bye 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 bye. Thanks for listening. I really loved this chat. There's so much more to explore with this topic and the whole idea about reaching out for help because it's not a one size fits all model. We do need action as well as the words. If you do love this content, the Jet Potty Instagram page will be up and running soon with all of our content and videos. I'll include it in the show notes. And thanks again for listening as always. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.